0: Say with me, spiritual locations. I don't know if I should maybe first get into the word before I minister to people because I want the revelation just to drop a little bit. There is uh, um, there's a lot of people that need breakthrough. Say with the breakthrough. breakthrough. And they are unable to get into that place it's very easy for us to say uh it's very easy for us to say you know come to church or find jesus christ and people are like but i praying to him i am in a church or i'm praying to him but nothing is happening you see the moment you encounter him in a dimension he makes your very countenance change so many times when i would look the bible says to the prophet jeremiah do not be dismayed by their accountants. Do not be dismayed by their faces. Okay, the way that somebody can think they're happy, but they look depressed. Are you guys with me? It just, it just helped. the sound is fine, but it's a little bit hollow. So just see if you can help me with that. Um, so people can look, they can think they're happy, yet they look depressed. Are, are you guys with me? It's also a bit too hollow and bass here in front if I can get a bit more like... Uh, 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 like a peak or something like that. I don't know what they call it. Um, but uh, 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 so so people can look or think they are happy, but they look depressed because because nothing changed their countenance. And the more I spend time in a certain location, it is it is um, it is it is inevitable for my countenance to begin to change. if were not to begin to happen. Are you guys with me? Meaning it will happen. Uh, 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 it is impossible for you to be spending time in the glory of God and your face not to shine. Moses was in the glory for 80 days. Yet he came down and his face was shining with bolts of lightning. Like the sun. Why? Because he saw God face to face. People are like, okay, but the Lord said to him, you will not see my face. He didn't mean face there. He said another place, he says to Moses, whom I speak face to face. So when God spoke, Moses would look into his face and he would see the face of God. Just by seeing that. He took on of that glory. The Bible says in, in uh, let, me, let me go there. It says in, I think it is 2 Corinthians chapter number 3. Verse number, uh, let's see somewhere. Uh, verse number 18. But we all with an open face, say with me an open face. Beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. We are being changed into that same, say with me, same image. From glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. We are being changed into that same image. From glory to glory. Meaning, I have to be in a place where I can behold the Lord. But if I don't find the place where God lives, I cannot behold Him. Are you guys with me? Let me just get into some things. If you're new year, you're gonna battle. Just do what the others do. Just say amen. That's all, okay. But I want to get and I want to open up a spiritual truth or a point of revelation for you, and uh, then I will go as I feel if the atmosphere shifts to pray for uh, one or two people that uh, that needs breakthrough. You know. Um, It is always uh, heartbreaking for me to see people coming into a church and uh, they look depressed and they walk out of there as if they've got no hope. So I want to pray that at least the tangible anointing can come upon you. But why is it? It's because people can be in a physical location in church, but there's a spiritual location that they are not present at. As much as what there is on earth, a natural world... There's also a spiritual plane, a spiritual world on top of this world. Are you guys with me? There's something called the third heaven, the second heaven, and the first heaven. The first heaven is the stars and the moons and the sky that we look at. The second heaven is the place where angels and demons are beginning to move and operate. So when the eyes of your spirit opens, it is to that realm that you see. When we have the keys of the kingdom to bind on this earth, whatsoever we shall bind on this earth will be bound in heaven. It is speaking of the second heaven, not the third heaven. You cannot bind anything in the throne room of God. But the second heaven where things rule from, where things reign from. When the Bible says that anything that is natural has first come from the spiritual, it is speaking of the second heaven. Are you guys with me? The measure that you know your righteousness in Christ is the measure that you can rule there. When people look oppressed on this side, on this natural world, it is because there they are being ruled by something that makes them depressed. Listen to me. And if you want to challenge or test this, put it to the test. Are you guys with me? They are spiritual entities the Bible says in Ephesians chapter number 4, verse or 6, verse number 10, that the wrestle to us, verse a verse 12, the wrestle to us is not against flesh and blood, but against principality. Say with me, principle, Say not flesh and blood. So every problem that you're dealing with is not flesh and blood. I'm going to say it again. The problem you're dealing with is not flesh and blood. Meaning it is spiritual. So your mind is spiritual. Please understand that. Your brain is physical. Your mind is spiritual. The Bible says the mind of the spirits. Are, Are you guys with me? So your mind is spiritual. So when people battle or deal with things in their mind, you're battling with a spiritual problem. It looks like your mind isn't believing me. (laughs) Are you guys with me? I need you to be able to catch revelation. I understand religion did did quite a number on some this year. And uh, um, you know, if you have been with us long, you will be out of that. So I'm simply speaking about those. That really have been long in religion, or just in a place where everything is how. Get into the anointing, into the presence of God. There's a thing called a spiritual location. Are they updating those numbers there in the back? Just see if they can. I don't know if they are doing. They're not doing it. So if somebody can just make them update the numbers, thank you. Uh, every Sunday, it's either by Krugerstorp or here. I must ask for this. Say with me, spiritual locations. I want to open up something to you, a concept, not really a concept, it is a truth, but um, uh, uh, it is a truth, but it is, um, it is going to be hard for some, or it's going to be difficult for some to, to conceptualize, but I want to bring this through, and I, and I, and I pray that the atmosphere will be shifted, or will be affected by it, and, uh, Uh, We have people watching online from all over right now. We have people from Scotland, Australia, Pakistan, California, New Zealand, Louisiana, Iowa, uh, Texas. Um, These guys sometimes write two, three times the same thing on here. Um, Namibia, Ireland, and UK. And obviously all over South Africa, we are from everywhere watching right now. So uh, if you are watching, I want to ask you just a favor, just share our broadcast, like our broadcast. And subscribe to our channel. The reason we're doing it is because, as I said, the last few weeks, TV killed the radio star and YouTube is killing the TV star. That is a fact. You'll see every actor is is opening up their own YouTube channels all over. Or those who are progressive. Are you guys with me? And if the church doesn't catch up, the church is going to be behind tremendously. We have people visiting us simply because they see us on social media. 90% of people visiting us is because they see us on social media. Go with you to John chapter number 3, verse 3. John 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Say with me, see. I want you to look at the kingdom of God this morning as a city. Are you guys with me? Just, just remember city, town, location. It says if you're not born again, not saved. Many people can be saved but not born again. They can be saved in the, in the fact that they've accepted Christ. But they haven't been born from above. With an incorruptible seat where the Holy Spirit comes upon them with power, opens up their eyes, and they can move in the kingdom. Moving in the kingdom is not the same as going to church. Moving in the kingdom is not the same as salvation. Moving in the kingdom means you have supernatural abilities that you can fulfill or do on this earth. Are you guys with me? Please don't get uh, religious or don't get traditional. There's two things that, that affects the omnipotency of God. Even though God is all-powerful, there's still two things that affects His all-powerfulness. It is traditions. Mark chapter number 7 verse 13, 14 says that the Word of God was nullified, the power of God. The Word of God was made of no effect, was made of no power because of your traditions. Secondly, when Jesus came to his own hometown, he was not accepted. And because of their unbelief, he could do no great miracle. Are you guys with me? So Paul says, I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift. If there is not impartation from a minister to a congregation, they begin to drift apart. Are you guys with me? So when we preach, we preach with a spiritual tone. So that those with a spiritual ear or a spiritual receptivity can receive the correct frequency on which we preach. So that you can say, by the way, these are spiritual things I'm receiving right now. Are are you guys with me? Put on John 3 verse 3. So there are people in the church today, even in Encounter church, that cannot see. The kingdom of God. Because they are not born again. They are saved. Well, some are not saved. They are saved. But they are not born again. And they wonder, but why is, are others experiencing a life that I cannot experience? Are you guys with me? There are locations that requires keys. Keys does not give just because we ask. Keys are given by design, number one. Keys are given to custodians. Jesus answered and said to him, shall I said, unless one is born again, he cannot see. Next verse. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Next verse. And Nicodemus said to him, listen to this. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? And be born? No. Next verse. Jesus answered, So most should I say to you, unless one is born of water. Now listen to this. Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter. Say with me, enter. So there is a key that is supposed to be given to people to enter into a location called the kingdom, which is the government of God. Are you guys with me? It is the government of God. It is the place where you rule with power, with authority. It is the place where you can come as an ambassador. Are you guys with me? It is the place where you come into this world and the laws do not apply to you. Meaning, sickness does not apply or poverty does not apply because you are citizens of another kingdom. You are citizens of another world. But say with me, keys. So Jesus is saying, unless you are born of water and the spirits you cannot enter. So I'm speaking this morning, I want to speak to you about entering locations. Or let's term it differently. Say with me cities. Are you guys with me? Because there are people that have entered certain locations and others that have not entered locations. We like to term it dimensions. Or realms, but it's not really correct when it comes to scripture. Let's go to Let's go to Deuteronomy thirty-three verse one. Let me read from Deuteronomy thirty-three verse one. Put in the King James version. Are you guys with me? So, listen, and 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 this is a very big portion of scripture to unpack which have confused theologians tremendously and I'll explain to you now why and this is the blessing where with Moses the man of God let me let me just try to open it your mind also so that I can and right now there are series or so or seasons where we focus on Really prophetic revelation. Is that okay? January, we're going to open up the Word of God to you. We're going to give you a book, sell you a book, not give you a book, because it's like 300 300 pages, so to to print that book costs a lot, okay? So, uh, but we'll sell it to you at a good price, and it's going to be a book that covers the whole Bible, about 300 pages, so that you can study it in, and it allows you, it allows you to read the whole Bible in 28 days, okay? So... Um, I think it is 28 days. 28 days. Okay. So, so, hmm? Oh, is it just the Old Testament? Oh. Because we had the New Testament already. But I wanted to combine it. There's a lot of? Oh. Oh, okay. We'll give the Old Testament one, and then it'll be revised later on with the New Testament added. Okay. So those who don't tithe, you can buy. And there's no, there's no discount for you. Okay. So, um, Deuteronomy 33 verse 1, listen to this. And this is the blessing wherewith Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. And he said, the Lord came from Sinai. I want you to listen to this with a spiritual ear. Are you open? Listen to this with a spiritual ear. The Lord came from Sinai and rose up from Seir. So he came from a place called Sinai. And he rose up out of a place called Seir. Unto then he shined forth from Mount Paran. So his glory... Came from a place called Mount Paran. Meaning that the source of His glory that was shining forth. Was located in a place called Mount Paran. Are you guys with me? Mount Paran. And He came with 10,000 of saints. Say with me 10,000 of saints. From His right hand went a fiery law for them. Hold on. Just before we go on, this portion of Scripture, this sentence they removed out of Scripture. So the sentence 10,000 saints they removed out of your newer translations. because it, Not because it was not there in manuscripts, but because it didn't make sense. Because it's speaking about a place called Mount Paran. Let, let, let's carry on just to get the context. Let me carry on reading. Let me carry on reading. Yea, He loved the people. All His saints, say with the all His saints are in Thy hands. And they sat down at Thy feet. Everyone shall receive of Thy words. Moses commanded us a law. Even the inheritance of the congregation of Jacob. Now listen to this. And He was King. Say, and he, and he was king. Nowhere does Scripture say that Moses was a king. Except with a hidden town, a hidden city. Moses was made king. And he was king in Jeshuron. When the heads of the people and the tribes of Israel were gathered together. So this scripture where it says he was made king and the one speaking about where the Lord came with his 10,000 saints was removed by theologians or by the the translators of scripture because it doesn't make sense. Are, Are you guys with me? Because there was a town called Jeshuron which nobody has ever seen with their eyes. They just knew about it. And this place, Jeshuron, which was a physical location, Yet a spiritual location. The Bible says the Lord dwelled there with 10,000 of his saints. And Moses was a king there. Are you guys with me? And then Moses gave them a different law. So he gave them a law and he gave the children of Israel a law. Please, I'm not speaking heresy. I'm reading out of your scripture, out of your Bible. And then I'm going to use it for a concept. Is that okay? If you, if you, if you say, what? Uh, satanic stuff. Then go to, oh yes, go to a church around the corner. That can feed you, you know, this stuff. We're trying to get into revelation. That can make your spirits. The word has to excite your spirit. That is why I say it is very difficult to come on Sundays and to bring a word that can really is, that is really revelatory. Go back to 33 verse 3. So he was king in Joshua. Go back to verse 2. And he said, the Lord came from Sinai and rose up from Seir unto them. So you have a place called Sinai. You have a place called Seir. And he signed forth from Mount Paran. You have a place called Mount Paran, where God's glory was located. And he came with 10,000 of saints. These were not Jews. Are you guys with me? These were not angels. Some translations will change it to angels. These are not angels. These are what we call spirits hosts of heaven or hosts of heaven are simply spirits the Bible declares them as hosts of heaven but it's simply spirits meaning a spirit appeared before the throne of God and said to him I will become a lying spirit in the mouth of Ahab's prophets so don't say there's no spirits no there are spirits in heaven God is the God of spirits he's the father of lights are you guys with me? So he came with 10,000 people, but they are not people as a natural people. So it tells you they were a city called Jeshuron, which nobody has seen. The theologians will tell you, if you study this verse, they don't know where it is. Some of them are saying, maybe this is just the, the epitome of what Israel must become. No. Or what Jacob the, the Jacob, the generation of Jacob must become. No, it makes no sense. Jeshuron was a place where God dwelt where his 10,000 saints came out of, where Moses gave the law. Moses was their king. Imagine being a king of a city that nobody has seen, nobody has heard. But when it is time for an army or warfare, you have the Lord coming out of that city with 10,000 of his saints moving. Yet you are the king and you're giving regulations and policies and you're making laws and declarations and you're running a city or you're running a nation that nobody has seen or they've heard about but they have never seen it with their eyes. Unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Are you guys with me? Have have your seats. Go with me to Mark chapter number, I think it is 411. Mark 411. And he said unto them, unto you it is given, say unto me it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without put in the new King James for me, but to those who are on the outside, so the outside. It has not been given. So to you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to those who are on the outside, all things are parables. Meaning, everything is spoken in a way that they do not understand. So that they cannot understand. Because they are not in a location. So God only gives understanding of mysteries and revelation. When you are found in a location... I'm speaking of a Jeshuron, a spiritual location, a spiritual city. Are you guys with me? Cities of spirits, a spiritual city, meaning there are locations on the earth that has portals. And we've gone through a little bit of them, but I'll show you more. That when you are in that place, you just experience God more. This is a prophetic message. Evangelists will hate this message. Because they'll say God is everywhere. Are, are you guys with me? Say said, no, you can pray everywhere and accept and receive God. Yeah, we can. But we're speaking about depth and dimensions. And where God makes the mystery known to you. He doesn't make a mystery known to those who are on the outside. Are you guys with me? So what is this thing of Jeshuron? Spiritual cities. Uh, locations, areas, regions, you can land in Johannesburg and forget even that there's a place called Krugersdorp. And you can just always say, I live in Joburg. Are, Are you guys with me? When people from the coast, or if you're on the coast, they'll always say, are you from Joburg? That means just you're anywhere. Pretoria, Joburg, you're everywhere. You're just from Joburg. They'll fail to recognize Krugersdorp. They'll fail to recognize that Johannesburg might be a metropolis of other cities that is combined to it. Smaller towns, if I can say it like that, that is combined to it in the spirit. But now you get also a whole different, you can be in Johannesburg and then you can fly down to the Western Cape. It's still South Africa, but it's a different accent. It's a different culture. Are you guys with me? It's a different skin color to a degree. It's a different uh, dress style. It's a different... Everything is different. Uh, you, you can... What is what is a um, what is a city that is quite poor in South Africa? Before I get into trouble, <laughs> um, what is it? That's like struggling, huh? Kaalitcha, okay, okay, from Cape Town, so. Somebody can live in Kailitsha and come into a place called Cape Town and see somebody drive a sports car and judge them. Or somebody can come from Kailitsha and think that they kind of like know a lot about money because they're the best in Kyalicha, But now they get into another city and somebody talks to them about finances. Have you ever spoken to somebody about finances? You're doing better than them financially. You're trying to help them. But it's like they're there to educate you. They're there to tell you. what, And you're thinking, can you just shut up? You have nothing. You've come to me for help yet. When I tell you, you know everything. Oh no, I know. Then why aren't you doing it? Because they are from a different city in the spirit. I'm speaking spiritually to you now. Are you guys with me? That is why somebody can get into the church. They come from another church maybe. But they can be in a total different location spiritually. And they can think what we are doing is demonic. Because the way they describe heaven is from the city that they live in. Where we describe heaven is from the revelation of the city that we live in. The way somebody describes New York is totally different from how somebody will describe Texas, for example. Describe New York, they'll say, listen, how somebody sees an angel is different from how somebody else sees an angel. That is why you have different accounts of heaven. One person writes a book about heaven and it sounds like this. Another one writes a book about heaven and it is something totally different. No, they were just visiting a certain region or location. Say with me different cities. Say it again. Say different cities. That once you get into a metropolis city or once you get into a city that just has everything right and then you have to go to a small town and you can't even order food Or you have no internet services. And you feel like you just want to work or work. And people are lazy. They are just taking their time with everything. Because they are on a farm town. There is no action. You feel out of place. Are, Are you guys with me? And then somebody from a farm city comes into a city. Let's say New York or Johannesburg. And everything is fast paced. Business is fast paced. You want to make a deal, it's instantly done. You want to order something, you get it instantly. They will be in shock. Some of them will even think and say, but this is, this, is, this is a bit evil. This is not right. Because their roots was different. Their roots were outside in the nature. Are you guys with me? And then many of them will still live simple in a city where they don't have to live simple. Because that has been their history and their upbringing. When it comes to spiritual things, you can come from another church, get into encounter, and say, But what are these things that are being preached right now? What are these things that are when we prophesy and when we do this? Listen, we are from a different city. It doesn't mean that we are evil, we are different. It's a different location, it's a different city. Revelation is required for you to enter a city. You need a key to enter, to open the gate for a city. Are you guys with me? Which means revelation will determine what city you are stationed in. Revelation will determine what city you live in in the Spirit. Are are you guys with me? So when we say things like, you know, prophecy is never foretelling the future or predicting the future. Prophecy is always speaking of the past. Somebody will not understand. Now if you don't understand what I said now, you are not in our city. Are you you guys with me? Are you guys with me? Many people are bound by certain demons because they they live in a city where those demons are the princes. Many are bound to alcohol because they live in a city of sin where it is alcohol addiction, and they cannot get out unless somebody takes them into another city. Because wherever they go, they can move natural regions. They can even go to another country. But they can never get away from the spiritual location that they are in. The spiritual location is where your spirit is in located. Are you guys with me? So when I say prophecy is never predicting the future or the future foretold. It is always revealing the past. Only those in our city will understand what I'm saying. That with God, everything is past. That if I prophesy and say you will be a great businessman, to God it is already done. Are you guys with me? somebody asked me the question say why do prophets always prophesy death and a lot of them prophesy death you know surely it's not right and i said look and i've been hit with that question also why do you just prophesy death and stuff like that and if i say that Kalelo tomorrow is," i'm saying the lord is showing me you're going to get to this address and you're going to pass through this door you're going to open up this door and you're going to walk into a business And there, a great opportunity is going to be given to you. Everybody will believe that prophecy is great. How many know you can walk through a door? There's nothing wrong with it. Death is a door. When you are in the prophetic, death is not the way death is to natural people. This thing is, you're not going to understand. You're sitting so silent looking at me. The Bible says, Jesus says that you do not die. You sleep. So when we say that somebody is going to, that death is coming to a person. It is because there are two things that is happening. Number one, maybe their name has already been written in the registry of heaven. Or they say it like this, in the registry of a city of death. Where they will stay until they go to heaven. Because heaven is not immediately, believe it or not. Are you guys with me? And it might just be that a prophet has seen, okay, but wait, their name is already re- Have you seen somebody before they die? 90% of you will tell me this. Family members before they die. It's almost like they knew it a week before. Maybe got their policies right. Or they were talking about things to close off their affairs. Why do you think that is happening? Their spirit knows that they've already been registered in a city of death. It just has to happen naturally for them to go there. Are, are you guys with me? I don't know if people are, if, if you understand this. So that people get offended when we prophesy about death. and But yet, death is just a passing on to glory. It is just opening and walking through a door. It is not death like how we, this prophet is so cruel. He prophesied death. No, it's one dimension to another. That is why prophets get persecuted, because they are not understood. Because we walk with people who are constantly rationalizing things, putting things into the natural. Are you guys want to? Are you guys with me? So with these spiritual locations, like, I, mean, I want us to I want us to get into the Samson. There would be certain towns that Samson would receive a strength, or would be energized in. Think of this. Samson goes. Picks up the gates of the city. Not the gates of a house. Are you guys with me? Not the gates of this church here. The, how do you big do you think the gates of a city is? That there was a location that would strengthen him or energize him. In scripture. Let me give you examples of locations. Samuel, go with me to 1 Samuel chapter number 3. Let me see what that says. One Samuel chapter number three. Yeah. I think it is here. Hmm. Oh, or go with me to one Samuel chapter number three, verse twenty one. One Samuel three verse twenty one. And oh, excuse me, I don't like to wear suits so much when it is so hot. I just don't. then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. For the Lord, say with me in Shiloh. For the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. For the Lord revealed Himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Are you guys with me? not another place, not another city, but in Shiloh, the Lord appeared to Samuel. And Scripture will tell you and historians will tell you that Shiloh was a place of visitations. Amen. It was the place where Samuel met God the most. In fact, if Samuel wanted to hear from God, he would be at a place called Shiloh. So there was a spiritual significance of a place where a portal was open and the voice of God was clearly heard. Are are you guys with me? If that is the case, that means there are places where God's voice cannot be heard. It means there are locations where you cannot encounter God. Do I say He cannot get into your heart? He can get into your heart. His presence is omnipresent. But you cannot have encounters with Him. Are you guys with me? What do churches do? Churches open up locations. It builds cities. A church that moves in Revelation. Listen, Revelation gives you access to cities. But cities are being built every day in the Spirit. John, the Bible says that John, that, 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 that it says about John, it says, John, come up here and see a city of New Jerusalem. So cities are new and are being built the moment revelation is given. Are are you guys with me? What are we doing with deliverance when we started this year? In South Africa, we are building a city in the Spirit for deliverance. What does it mean? It means that the revelation of deliverance can become established. And I said to you, you will see many churches begin to do it now. Why? It has begun to take root. It has begun to be a city. Are you guys with me? But what city are you dwelling in? Are you living in a carnal, natural world, bound by alcohol or bound by this son or this generation, or are you in a city where God has put you and ranked you in? Because the higher you go in God, the higher you go in certain cities. See cities as flow as well. If I am in a city of the prophetic, And cities have dimensions and realms. Okay, if you look at the kingdom of the United Kingdom, when I heard when they when they the whole thing with the queen, they would say the realm of this place, the realm of Scotland, or something. I'm not exactly sure. The realm of these islands, and you see how a kingdom has realms. Are you guys with me? The kingdom of God has realms. Cities have realms, but people can be in a city they can encounter God, but only a part of Him because they might not be in a metropolis. Are you guys with me? So they never receive full deliverance because they are a citizen of a city that is not fully run by the Lord. What happened in Jeshuron? Jeshuron was a city that was run by the Lord. It was the Lord over his people, 10,000 heavenly beings that lived on the earth. Listen to this. Are you guys with me? These were 10,000 saints that lived on the earth. They had a different law, a different uh they had a different law than the law of Israel, given to Israel. Moses gave a law to them, but Moses gave a different law to them. Moses was the king when he came into that city. I want you to picture this. A spiritual city where spiritual people were living physically on the earth. Moses would maybe want to tell somebody, but people are like, you're speaking nonsense, there's nothing there. There are spiritual cities. That is why... You can have an angel just coming to knock on your door and speak to you. And that angel can walk back into the midst of people as if they live among most angels that give you messages. Looks like people. It'll be like a normal physical flesh person coming to you. Don't think of glorious light. Okay. All these preachers that are saying this glorious angel came with you with wings. No angel with wings will ever give you a message. I'm going to say it again. No angel with wings will ever give you a message. Who was the angels with wings? Cherubs and seraphs. They were there as guardians and protectors of the throne. They're not there as messengers. So when somebody says this angel with huge wings came down and gave me a message, um, you are just by the imagination of your heart thinking of visions that are not real. When a real angel comes to you, the Malachi level, which is messenger, will come as a human being most of the time. Or secondly, he will come as a spiritual being when you are kind of like private, but it will be in the shape and the form of a human. But in, if you're walking on the streets, you wouldn't even know if this is a traveler, if it is a homeless person, if it is just some, a business person, but it'll be an angel. If you would have to cut him there, there would be no blood. Hey guys, with me, please. Let's get into Bible. These things are full. We'll do a series on angels next year. But these things are full in Scripture. Peter's angel. They said, "No, don't worry." The the the, the slave girl opens up the door. Servant girl opens up the door. She it's Peter. She shuts the door. She goes into the church that's praying and say, "Listen, Peter's there." They said, "No, don't worry. It's just this angel." Meaning this angel looks like him, talks like him. In the flesh, everything is exactly like him. It's just this angel. Your angel looks like you. That's why when you get into the Spirit, God can use you. And people would think it's themselves that are being traveled to minister in another place. No, it is your angel that is being used to minister in another place. But it depends how much light you carry. Are you guys with me? I remember I was now this might seem very relevant I was 15 years 16 years old I think and I was walking on the streets uh, it was late it was probably about 1 o'clock in the morning and uh, somebody came to me to beat me up and they had poles in their hands it was two big guys they had poles in their hands and they came to beat it was about 1 o'clock in the morning And uh, they came to beat me up. I was in the streets. And they stood in front and they were pushing me. And obviously they were big. Threatening me, pushing me, grabbing me like this, throwing me on the floor. Then um, saying that, listen, tonight you're going to get beaten by these balls. They were intimidating like that. One guy looked and he says, Walt, I know him. I'm like, I don't know these people. And uh, they said, I know him. Uh, 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 Uh... You know, and they said, "Let's not touch him. Let's let's move. Let's move away." And uh, and I stood up, and the guy says, "What, what is what is your name?" I said, uh, "I said Leon." I was young; I was sixteen years old, and they were probably I don't know twenty-eight around there, um, drunk, had poles in their hand, just wanting obviously to go make trouble, and they wanted to take money or everything from me. And uh, when this happened, the man says, no, I know him. He came to us, something he said, it was like a few months ago. And he beat up somebody. We mustn't touch this guy. And I'm thinking, I never beat up somebody. I'm small. <laughs> I, I still said to them, you got the wrong guy. I don't know why I said that. But uh, they said, no, it is him. They said, his name is Dion. I said, no, my name is Leon. Leon. They said, no, we heard Dion. And they said, we're sorry we touched, we're sorry, we're sorry, we walked away. And they walked away. But there are things that God can do to protect you. And it would seem so natural that you can miss the spiritual. Are you guys with me? That's why I'm touching on spiritual cities, locations, that you can know. But wait, why am I different from my family? I'm saved, maybe they are not, or maybe they are, but they're not in the same city, they don't understand you. They have not yet had encounters with God that would give them revelation, to give them access into another city. So now you come to them with a different accent, with a different language, with different dressing, with different eating in the spirit, and they don't understand you. Grow in cities. Are you guys with me? So, have you, have you a seat. So, even when you get into another church, never change your city that is a different flow. Because I might be in the city of the prophetic, but if I want to connect with ministers that are not in the city of the prophetic, I will look like a heretic to them. He's operating in divination. You know, what is these Miracles. They're coming into the church. What is this falling? Oh, no, brother. you in a small little weak town out in the farm. Grow up. Are you guys with me? So there are spiritual towns. There are cities. Uh, Elijah. Go with me to 1 Kings 17 verse 1. 1 Kings 17 verse 1. Hmm. And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall be no dew nor rain these years except by my word. Next verse. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Get away from here and turn, say with me, eastwards and hide by the brook of Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook. And I have commanded the ravens, to feed you there. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So you, went and did according, so you went and did according to the word of the Lord. For you went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning. And bread and meat in the evening. They even brought him a dish. Bread, meat. The Bible says bread and meat. There was possibly vegetables also there. Also. I'm serious. It wasn't just bread. They brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up. Are you guys with me? Yes. What happened? God said, I need you to go that direction, eastwards. And you will find a spiritual location, a spiritual city. That is a city in the spirit. To the natural, it might just look like a brook. It might somebody else that is in the natural will walk past there and know nothing. But when you are there and you have a revelation of the word that I just gave you. Even the animal that takes things from people, the most selfish bird that there is, will come and bring you food. Why? Because in the cities of heaven, things are upside down. The lion lies with the lamb. I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. Things are upside down. The laws of this earth does not apply there. And he says, but go to this physical location. You will abide in a spiritual location. Have your your seats. Are you guys with me? This is not actually the flow of the message. I'm just trying to really get your appetite up or so. Abraham, Genesis. uh, There's a place. Say with me a spiritual location that God will provide for you at. Many people are not receiving provision because they're in the wrong city spiritually. How do you change city? Say with you revelation. Say fasting and prayer. Because revelation comes through that. Once you feed your spirit man and now you are allowed and God is saying this one I can now move into a higher city. I can increase their rank. Enoch walked the earth and his spirit man became so charged and changed that God said I need to put you in a spiritual city. Are you guys with me? When preachers come and people, or people say, but why does that preacher have an airplane? It's because you are from a poor spiritual city. You're coming from a farm town where you walk to your neighbor, you talk to that one, you pick up a phone that you ring like this or that one where you wind like this. That is your experience of life. Now you're coming into a place where they have to have a plane to fly to different cities and you say it's evil. You call it prosperity preaching. Just because your experience was different. your demands and needs was totally different. Are you guys with me? So do you see how quickly we become racists in the spirit? Xenophobia, judgmental. No, just change your city and your finances will change. Change your city. How is it that you can get a small income in a small town, but the moment you go to New York, to go see how much the people are paying on rent? You will thank Jesus every day for South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> but for them to pay that much in rent, their income has to be high. Amen. So what do you do to change income? You change the city. Come on, come on. But how do you change? Now, are you guys with me? Yes. We'll get there. We'll get there now. So, so. Abraham, the scripture says, Go to a land that I will show you. And there I will bless you. And there I will multiply you. And there your fruits and your, and your, your seed, seed shall be like the sand on the earth and the, and the stars in heaven. Where? To a place that I will show you. Are you guys with me? David, Psalm 91. Uh, he who dwells, say with you dwells, in the secret place. Of the Most High. Meaning in the region, in the place, in the city of the Most High. In the Jeshuron of the Most High where the Lord is God. But he who dwells in that city, nothing will touch him. Why? Angels protect that city. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. The Garden of Eden was protected by cherubims with swords. Mm. Are you guys with me? Jacob. Jacob. We'll get to Jacob just now. Matthew 17, verse 3. Jesus, let me give you another example of a spiritual location. Jesus going up the mountain. Moses appeared to him. Elijah appeared to him like human beings, but in their glorious state. Are are you guys with me? Why? They are citizens of heaven. And when Jesus walked into the citizenship of heaven on the mountain... You could talk to them like a normal human being. Get me the scripture where it says the citizens of heaven, or we are of the congregation of heaven, registered, something like that, with innumerable saints or angels. That that one, I think it is Hebrews somewhere. Hmm. Twelve twenty-four. That's right. Hebrews 12 20 No 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 23 no 12 23 no oh wait sorry sorry my apologies I read the wrong one yes Little put on twenty two Zerano King James Version But you come unto Mount Zion, say with you Mount Zion, another spiritual location. Mount Zion is not a place we will go to. Mount Zion is a place where we are at. I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. In Mount Zion, there are not only angels, there are saints. That's why Jesus could go onto the mountain and see Moses and see Elijah. So the, your family that is dead in Christ is not dead. They are citizens of this place. But you come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living gods, the heavenly Jerusalem, and unto an innumerable company of angels. And that word is actually a bit wrong. It should be translated either angels or hosts or saints. Next verse. To the general assembly. Say with the general assembly. And the church of the firstborn which are written in heaven. Another translation will tell you which are registered in heaven. And to God the judge of all. And to the spirits. Hold on. How many of you have died? Somebody that died that was saved. Now, if they were saved... He says, you have come. Go back to verse 22. Say, I have come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God. He says, listen here. This is not heaven we are going to. This is a spiritual location that once you have the ability to ascend, meaning you know how to get into a place of worship, into a place of prayer, into a place of fasting, by revelation, you can walk in a spiritual identity That you know you are might live in centurion, but you are not in centurion. You are in another city. A city called Mount Zion. The city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. And an innumerable company of angels and hosts. The next verse. To the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. And to the God judge of all. And to the spirits of just men made perfect and in that place lives your family members that's why when Jesus had so much glory and he was in a frequency that once he went up to the right location he could see Moses he could see Elijah and he could have seen anybody else he wanted to please I'm not saying dudes reading it reading of the dead are you guys with me let's get to the Bible where do you think psychics and all these people get the stuff from Hey, the church, you're going so silent as if you've gone to psychics. People will sit and judge me. How dare you preach this? But they read their horoscope every morning. Now, I give you truth. There's a city of the living God where God is the judge, where there's innumerable angels, where you are registered in heaven. You are a register. With the moment you got saved, your name is put in as a registry into that city. It is now just a mean a mission for your eyes to become open and to realize and understand. But wait, I live in a city which has different rules, different regulations, different laws, different privileges. I don't know if you guys understand this. Different tax laws, different tax payouts. Listen to me, when it gets even to a courtroom system, it didn't start on this earth. It started in heaven. Let me get into the technology of heaven. Have your seats. What is the technology of heaven? We think, when we speak about tax or laws or payouts and salary, that these things originated on earth. When did they start with weapons designing in the Bible? It was around, it was Adam's children, Eh? That was, uh, it, was uh, it was, Adam's children. It's uh, uh, Caleb, uh, uh, Cain, so it was Cain. It was Seth and then and Cain. And they were given knowledge by angels to start weapons. The one was put over livestock. The other one was put, which is the stock market. So the livestock, when cows would die, the stock market would drop. Okay, that's where the stock market comes from. So one was put over the stock markets. I'll preach on it soon. Another one was put over communications. Another one was put over, which is musical instruments. Another one was put over some other things. Uh, building cities. And one of them built cities. I think it was Cain. I'm not exactly sure. But just check like who built Just check if you can find it. Just so that the doubt, people are doubting you too much. What does it require to build a city? What does it require to build the tower of Babel? Please think. What does it require to build a skyscraper? Steel. Are you guys with me? Architects, technology. Yet these guys built a tower that God said would have reached heaven. Come on, come on. on. Enoch. Enoch built a city. Sorry, it was Enoch. Enoch built a city, not the Enoch you know of. Another Enoch built a city. They were empowered by fallen angels. I'll do a teaching if you are not too rigid on it. Are you guys with me? This is meat. This will make you grow up, and this will make yeah. We well get love and forgiveness, and these things we also preach in between. But can we move on like Paul's saying? Can we move on from milk to meat to solid food, so that you can understand what is Elon Musk's job today? Ah. I said it. Have you seen it? Or what is Jeff Bezos' job today? It's not that they're humans. Don't worry. But there is an empowerment of entities to them. To make one the ruler of communication. Are you guys with me? Um, uh, uh, so. I mean, even Elon Musk will tell you, he gets so inspired and whacked out sometimes. He lost his family, lost everyone. Because he's just in his imagination ideas. Why? There is communication that is given to him. To make him the leader of technology. The world leader of technology. You don't just become a world leader of technology. You're given that information by fallen entities. It happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. It happened at the Tower of Babel. How did man get to technology and these things? It was angels that gave them the ability. Even angels even told man how to make fire. Are you guys with me? Now, but let's get to technology in heaven. Just to give you a taster. So weaponry, there was also another one that was over armory. Uh, Martin, there was another guy that was over armory and weapons, but I'll preach on it. But like Enoch was over a city, somebody else was over armory and weapons, which means that's where they designed weapons. Are you guys with me? Where they designed weapons, so they came up with a sword. And if you look at history and you see, first of all, sticks that was used and then stones, I, I, mean, I mean, then swords was designed. And it takes alchemy, it takes a lot of things to get to the substance to create it, the materials to create it. But yet in the garden of Eden, a cherubim would stand with a sword in his hand. You're not getting what I'm saying. Long before man even thought of a sword, it was in heaven. There were cities in heaven. Long before man could think of shelter, God had mansions in heaven. And when I preach on it, I'll show you how there was even vehicles in heaven by scripture. Or let's get to a part of it. Are you guys with me? What came around Elijah? Chariots of fire. So there's chariots in heaven that was there long before man even invented chariots. So how do man get inventions? Are you guys with me? Not one invention Comes on this earth without an angel of invention giving it to a man. Please, I want you to understand spiritual things. So let's get into spiritual cities, metropolis, towns, where it means that you can begin to understand and, and conceptualize things. Are you guys with me? So. Zerano. Let's go to Job 38, verse I don't have much time, 10 minutes, then we have to go. I want to finish this in 10 minutes. I want need to finish the message to you. And I'm just giving you a taster. Then we'll get to the technology of heaven. Like I said, maybe, I don't know if it is too deep for the guys to do this, but this, this for me is good teaching. You know, people can say, but that's not what people need. Listen, you are being equipped so that you can go out and fulfill the mission. We're not here to win people only. We're not here for evangelism only in the church. Okay, you're raised up as evangelists, You can go, but we need to feed your spirits and the capacity of your spirits. So are you guys with Job 38 verse 18? Or who's shut in the sea with doors? King James. Next verse, let me just, uh, 18, 18 guys, 18. Okay. Have you comprehended the breadth of the earth? Next, tell me if you know it. Next verse, so here we go. Next verse, where is the way? Southie, the way to the dwelling of light. The word dwelling is city. And darkness, where is its place? The word place is city. So he's saying, where does light live? And where does darkness live? I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. (laughs) Where does wind and rain live? The Bible says that wind are the breaths of angels that are talking. Coming from the four winds, you have an angel of the north, east, south. Can we talk Bible? Don't think I'm a heretic. This is scripture. There's an angel in the north, an angel in the south, an angel in the east, an angel in the west. Breathing, their only job is to talk, and the moment they talk, there's wind. Are you guys with me? What is a rainbow? It is an angel. I will show you scripture later on. I'm just, uh, it's in the book of Revelation, okay? But it's not part of the teaching. I'm just throwing it out there for some to think. But what nonsense is this? I'm trying to open your eyes to spiritual realities. That when you see a rainbow, there's an angel that God has put into place there. When you see things with weather. Now, if there's angels that can do these things, then there are evil spirits that can do these things. That's why storms are affected by evil spirits also. When Jesus was on the sea, a storm tried to hit him. Are you guys with me? Timothy the spirit world. So he says, "Where does light dwell? Listen, science can measure the speed of light, but they cannot find out where it comes from. Because they say city that can only be discovered by revelation, that where light dwells. these are cities of the living God that God will allow you to go into once your eyes are open, once your spirit is ready. That is why it's important to press into God. To press into revelation, to spend time with Him, to kill the flesh, to die to self. You only see these things when your flesh truly dies. Are you guys with me? You know many Christians, don't want to die so they don't even have a great relationship with God. Unless a seed of grain falls to the ground and dies, it cannot live. Cannot live in cities, and I'm going to show you now. Let's go to Job 38 verse 20. I'm jumping I'm some scriptures here. Job 38 verse 20. I don't have much time. Uh. That you may take it to its territory, that you may know the paths to its home. Ah, go back with what light and darkness. That you may know, take it to its territory, it has a territory. That you may know the paths to its home. The word home is city as well. There's a city where light and darkness dwells. These are storehouses that God created. That means there's a city of your prosperity somewhere. There's a natural city where your money is as well. Are you guys with me? Some people will never make money in Durban but then they come to Joburg and they can maybe make money or they go to Cape Town and they can make money. So there's a city that contains your money in the natural. There's a city in the spirit that contains your money in the spirits. But you can move to cities in the natural, nothing will happen unless you have tapped into, what is my spiritual city? What do I mean by city only? I mean identity, tribe, say with me tribe, say culture. What is your culture in Christianity? You will know in which church you fit in or not. Come on. And the devil wants to mess with your culture. He wants to mess with your identity. Make you confused. And say, I don't know if I fit in here or if I should be somewhere else. And you end up church hopping, church hopping, church hopping. And you never find. Because you don't know the city you are dwelling in. Are you guys with me? There is a city of prophets. That are taken to the council of God. Anyway. are you guys with me (laughs) listen some revelation takes you into a city some have entered only the city of salvation and never gone further the bible says there are wells of salvation wells of salvation many people have only tapped into one well not the well of healing the well of deliverance Mount Zion, come unto Mount Zion. The Bible says deliverers will come forth out of Zion. Obadiah. Are you guys with me? The book of Obadiah. Deliverers and saviors will come out of Mount Zion. That means Mount Zion is a city of deliverance, it's a city of freedom. I don't know if you guys understand what I'm saying. When we preach deliverance, when we open up the revelation of deliverance, what are we doing? We're building the city of Mount Zion. Oh. Deliverance will come out that tells you that there are other cities which can bind you That if you're in that city you need deliverance Are you guys with me? There are people that are bound in a city of alcohol There are people that are bound in the city of sin and it doesn't matter what they do They just can't get out of it. Why because they have not killed the flesh their flesh is subject to the second heavens and It doesn't matter what they do they're under that control are you guys with me hmm there are so many so I, I'm only like not even halfway through and I don't have much time cities the moment a city is not protected the enemy wants to come in or people would come in what did Isaiah do he entered into a city into a council where God was speaking and he overheard a conversation What did Jacob, when Jacob came to a place called Bethel, he had a dream and he saw a ladder going up, and angels going up and down on the ladder. Why is there a ladder? Anybody tells me if they dream of a ladder and they just looked at it, they are an idiot. A ladder is there to be climbed up on. So Jacob would have climbed the ladder to get into heaven. So God says, no, no, no. I have to put angels there to protect it. The way I guarded the Garden of Eden with cherubims, angels will protect this access. But I'm showing you, Jacob, that there's a city that you haven't entered into. Mm. And then the angel comes and fights him and hits him on his hip. Now listen, one angel destroys 185,000 people. Yet Jacob took on one angel. The angel just smacked his hip. The area where he had a problem with. The area where he just wanted to sleep with women. First it was Leah. Then it was Rachel. And the angel touched him on his weakness. And afterwards, everybody could see he had a weakness in that area. To the point that Jews do not eat meat from this area of an animal. Are you guys with me? And then the angel says to him this, it is the breaking of day in another translation, says it is the breaking of light. Light is going to break forth. Okay, so Jacob, you were in a place of darkness. You were in a city of darkness. And God is saying, here's the ladder. Stop fighting me. You fought me with Leah. You fought me with Rachel. You fought me with Laban. You fought me from your mother's womb. You keep on fighting me. Do you know how many people here are fighting God? And He's not allowing them to move from to another city. Are you guys with me? Let's go to the last, last scripture. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that last one. Let me just close off with this one. Um, uh, 2 Peter 1 verse 12. What am I preaching? 2 Peter 1 verse 12. I want you to always remember the scripture. When people tell you that uh, we're preaching nonsense, you know, we must stick to, and that or they preach and they stick to, 20 years ago of a revelation. For this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. So with the present truth. So there's past truth, present truth, future truth. Are you guys with me? Isaiah had future truth. He lived in a city of future truth when he saw Christ bruised on the cross. Isaiah 53. You are seeing into the future. But there are people living on a past truth. And God has moved on. They're stuck in a city of past truth. And they cannot get breakthrough. Are you guys with me? So why is it that, that, that the men at Sodom and Gomorrah would rape and want to sleep with angels? Because they know the moment they do it, they get access into a city. Why is it that the Muslims would bow down, kneel down, and face Mecca? Because they know this has spiritual significance. The moment they face Mecca in a demonic way. Are you guys with me? Why is it that, why is it that uh, 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 Daniel would kneel down and face a direction when he prayed? There's direction and location of the spirit. That's very important. Are you guys with me? You see, what takes me into this place of city? Say with me, sacrifice. There are Christians. For them, sacrifice. They get to night and they're like, Lord, thank you for the day. They wake up the next morning. They say, Lord, if they even do that. They say, Lord, bless this day. Thank you for everything. And they, go, and they think they are now Christians. Yet they are Satanists that eat their own children for power. Not because... They, they mentally disturbed, but, but not because of that. They do it for the intention of power. Yet we as Christians, it's grace, you know, by God's grace. And we don't sacrifice. What do you sacrifice? What blood is being shed? I'm speaking spiritually. What blood is on the, on the altar? When the devil looks at you, what blood can he see? What has been sacrificed? Are, are you guys with me? Where Satanists can eat their own children, do blood sacrifices, meat for every high day. Religiously, yet Christians battle to come to church. And we wonder, why is God not liking me? No, this is a battle for power. No one on this earth will follow somebody who doesn't carry power. I don't know if you guys are with me. Power comes when sacrifice is being done.